Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number five, From Imposter Syndrome to Discovering Your Expertise. Like all of you, I've been in a season of change. This pandemic has really asked all of us to not only change our personal lives, but also professional lives in so many ways. From the teacher who is now figuring out how to educate her students online, to the writer who no longer has that really inspirational spot at the coffee shop and is now working at home. I've had to do those same shifts myself in color resale. And with this shifts, even if we're doing it successfully, a lot of us can feel imposter syndrome. We weren't trained to do that. Maybe we're not feeling as confident. Maybe there's a little bit of a comparison game going on. I'm right there with you. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you what I've been going through in hopes that you'll be able to relate, feel seen, and then I'm going to share with you how I was able to turn it around and really find my strength, my power. I'm hoping that you'll be able to do this same and leave this episode feeling really, really, really encouraged and strong and in alignment with your strengths. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically? I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Hey, beautiful. It's been a minute, (laughs) hasn't it? Um, I took a break, and today I'm going to walk you through what happened in that break and how I was able to turn things around and the exercises that I did to be able to come back here because I missed this. I missed this so much. I think podcasts create a space of introspection that I don't really find anywhere else in my life. Um, It allows me to share parts of me parts of ideas that I really can't share through any other platform and it allows me to connect with you guys in such a special way. So I've really missed this. I've missed all of you so much. I'm so, so, so happy to be back. I don't know if you can hear it, but I've just been smiling ear to ear since I started recording this. So I'm very excited to be back here. I have to admit, I'm also really glad that I took the break. I'm not glad or proud of the way that I took the break. I wish I would have um, spoken more clearly about what I was going through and the break that I took and why it was so important. So I feel like so many people could have related to what I was going through back then and it could have been a moment of connection instead of... um, this really poorly communicated break. So it was such a powerful lesson. I learned so much about communication. And, you know, when you're involving other people, this is something that I don't think gets talked about enough. When you're involving other people, being respectful of expectations and their time and creating a community, you you turn into this team player. So I definitely learned a lot about communication, about expectations, about um, just business in general by this break. Um, But before I get into more of it, let's go back to the beginning of the pandemic. Like so many people, I didn't see this coming. I just didn't prepare myself. Um, And the way that I usually deal with emergency, with 
chaos is by being really pragmatic, facing it on head first while the situation's happening. And then after it's resolved, I deal with my emotions. I deal with the effects of the trauma. I deal with the aftermath after the emergency has been dealt with. I've dealt with that. Um, I've been dealing with things like that, using that system my whole life, and it's worked, but uh, I haven't dealt with something for this long. This pandemic has been going strong for so long now, and I don't really know when it's going to end. I don't really see um, the end of this. And I I know we could uh, go on and on for a whole podcast episode or maybe a whole uh, series of of predictions of of how this will unfold, how this will come to uh, a closure, what a new normal will look like. Um, and when that new normal will be, uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna. We're that's a little tangent, so we're gonna get back to it. Um, the truth was that I had to uh, approach this pandemic differently. I had to approach um, my business, all these elements, so differently because um, I had to find something a little more sustainable. So my business, Color Resale, is uh, primarily selling secondhand clothing, thrifted clothing, fashion online. So I was really fortunate that I didn't have to close down a brick and mortar. So the pandem- when the pandemic happened, it came in, in so many waves. The first one was stay at home, shelter in place, and then um, some businesses were closing down, and then all businesses closed down. And while, as I mentioned, I I didn't have to close down a brick and mortar, my supply, my inventory supply, the garage sales, the thrift shops, the state sales, all of my inventory flux really had to shift. Um, and I was navigating that while my social media presence was growing. So I was getting a lot of eyes on me. Um, and while I don't Um, struggle with public speaking and I don't mind attention and I feel very confident in front of other people, I was starting to feel a feeling that I didn't really recognize. I was feeling really inadequate and a really... I was lacking a lot of confidence and I I struggled with even identifying what it was until it hit me that I was dealing with major imposter syndrome, like major, major, major imposter syndrome because I could teach someone how to uh, start a business, um, how to create a resale uh, business, but... (laughs) The truth is, is that I could not teach someone how to thrive, how to how to have their businesses thrive during a pandemic, because that wasn't my truth. That wasn't my narrative. My truth was that I was I previously right before the pandemic shifted from part time to full time and my income had pretty much stayed the same. So even though I was not failing and for me from the outside, I looked like success. From the inside, I wasn't living up to my standards, what I thought I was going to be, my projections. And so I felt like I was just um, barely holding on. I felt like I was just um, coasting and my business was just surviving instead of thriving. And so I had to really shift 
my expectations. And I had to really look deep and realize where this imposter syndrome was coming from. I think that's a great first step is figuring out what is what is making us feel this way is it societal expectations is it our own expectations like what triggered this feeling and after a lot of reflection i realized that it was comparison now i'm not one to compare myself often i believe strongly believe that comparison is the thief of joy so i really try to limit that i really try not to have that be a part of my Um, my flow, my routine, um, because it really does slow me down. Yet, I think it's really important in an industry, whatever industry you are, to um, treat it like a marathon. So the way I would treat a marathon was I would not be competing against anyone but my own time. That's just the way that I approach life, right? My only competition is myself. Yet, um, it's really important to understand what your industry is going through. And I think the best way to do that is to really look to your sides and and reflect and check in with peers. So that's what I was doing. I was I was checking in with peers and um the the feedback I was getting, the realities that I was seeing were all over the place. There were some people who were closing down their businesses altogether and selling their inventory and just closing shop and saying, I have to homeschool my kids now. I just can't do business. I'm closing down my business altogether. There was other people that were like, I don't have anyone else to take care of. I don't have, I can just shop online and, and really hone in and, and, put my face down and and really lean into work and their businesses were thriving and then there was people like me somewhere in the middle and then I also was trying to understand uh, the content that I wanted to produce what content my peers were producing and I started to realize that the content that I was most resonating with was the content that was coming from the heart, the content that showed transparency. And I talked to one of my friends who has a huge social media presence and who is so successful in so many areas of her life. And she shared with me that she wishes she could go back to an earlier stage um, so that she could create better content for her audience that was just the beginning she almost forgets what the beginning felt like what the beginning was like I thought that was so interesting to look at someone who is so much farther down in the marathon um, and hear that because it really showed the power of um, that every stage has value in it no matter what stage step you're at there's value Uh, someone um, might look to someone who's instead of 10 steps ahead of them, maybe three steps, maybe two steps, or maybe adjacent. You know, there's real power in looking at someone who's doing the exact same thing as you, has been doing it for the same time, has the same revenue, same everything, but it's just approaching it from a different angle. There's real power in that. There's real lessons in that also. 
that conversation really sparked something within me, this desire to return. I I knew that I could turn that little spark into a fire, that fire in my belly that I love so much that fuels me to do all this stuff. And so I started with this exercise. I created a Venn diagram, which is uh, two circles that overlap in the middle, and that's your sweet spot, right? So on one side, one circle was what I would write on my resume, my CV, skills that I see that are skills I could bring to a business. So for me, it could be um, my knowledge of Excel, um, graphic design work, I'm good at creating systems, I'm a clear communicator, uh, all these things. And then on the other side, the other circle are uh are skills that my loved ones see in me. So I asked my friends and family and my husband, like, what what do you think my strengths are? What do you what do you see are the most valuable parts of me? And I filled both circles up completely. Now, this step in and of itself was pure magic because it really showed me the richness that I have, the richness of value that I have within me. And I think that you'll be astonished by how uh, big these circles are, how little you're writing, and how full they look at the end because we all have just so many strengths. It's, it's, it's really mind-blowing. And then what I did was the overlapping part was that I took elements from each side. So one of my top one was communication. I, I saw it on my own side. I saw it with what I would write on, in my resume, a clear communicator, but also one of my friends told me that I was a really strong communicator. So I, I put that down in the middle and all the things that I wrote down in the middle were my expertise true expertise, the things that add true, true value, that deep richness of value that we hope to share with the world, right? I think that's what we're all hoping to share is, is the, the gifts that only, only we have. And I think that mixture of all of those goodies in the middle are it, right? That's what really makes it, um, makes our content, our message, our work, our actions, um, our values really shine, right? So after I was done doing that, I had this tangible piece of paper and I reflected back to it. There were some days that I felt really high and and mighty and strong and powerful. And then, you know, like everyone else, there's days where I felt low and I didn't really see my own value and I didn't really hold my head up that high and I could return to that piece of paper. Also, when I was creating content, it really helped to have this paper, this list to return to, um, to see if it was in alignment. Is this really authentic to me, right? Because I think that what was happening when I was feeling the imposter syndrome was I wasn't sure if I was creating um, authentic systems and content and work that really reflected my core. And this list really helped And in the beginning, you might be in such depths of your imposter syndrome that this list, even if you know it's true, right? If you were writing a resume, you would write it. It would be your truth. 
but you may not feel it to be true. I know that in the beginning, I looked at this list and I was like, oh, I don't know. I I mean, I know, but I don't know if I know, you know? I, I don't know if I feel this. I don't know if this I can hold this as my truth. And I couldn't help but think of my mama. She's a, a strong believer in fake it till you make it. So uh, I just started saying it out loud. And if you need someone to say it out loud to, if you need someone to brainstorm with you can check in with me on instagram at coloresell you can send me a little dm and we can chat about it and um you can tell me your strengths you know there's there's power in that there's power in sharing it there's power in saying it out loud and i think that's a great way to build that confidence and that belief if you say it to yourself enough if you if you believe it and you say it that belief will only grow and become deeper um I I don't know if you've been able to hear, but this is my first podcast episode that I'm doing without notes. I'm finding myself pausing and going a little tangents, a couple little stutters in there. Um, but you know, I I think I'm gonna keep this all in unedited as is. Uh, and wear it as a badge of honor because I'm back, you know, I, I'm here, I'm showing up and it's a little rusty. I feel like a diamond in the rough a little bit right now. Um, and I'm definitely going to become more comfortable and it'll feel more organic and natural soon. And I feel so much more free without the, without the list of things to talk about, but I'm also wondering if I'm going to listen to this back and it'll just be filled with tangents. Um, Let's get back to the list. So I hope that that list, I hope that that Venn diagram, I hope that you spend time with it. I hope that that first step of just seeing everything down, if you feel a strong feeling, because I did when I first wrote it down, I wrote everything down and it felt like just like this wave of emotion hit me of just disbelief that there's just so much on this piece of paper, I would advise you to sit with that feeling and just really let it sink in uh, because that really built me up. That really made me feel so strong. So the first, before you move into um, the next steps, really sit with that. When you create the Venn diagram, the section in the middle, is that in alignment? Do you really feel like that, that reflects you Um, maybe read it out to a loved one maybe get some feedback Um, and if it doesn't feel like your truth yet if it if you know that it's your truth but you don't feel that it's your truth say it a few times really look at it every day maybe journal about it um it takes work that's the part that I'm really noticing about living during these times living in this pandemic is that all this all this uh, feelings that aren't just sitting in bed watching Netflix in the dark all day. I'm just enjoying yourself, um, keeping uh, social connections alive without seeing the people in person, keeping your business alive, feeling good about yourself, self-care, all of these elements during this season take extra effort, take extra time, and it's so worth it to invest in these in these tasks, in these exercises, to build yourself up. Um, it, it's more crucial now than ever, in my opinion. I 
hope that this episode resonated with you. I hope that you feel more empowered than you did uh, 20 minutes ago. I hope that um, you loved spending your valuable time with me. It's such a deep honor. I I can't get over um, when you guys listen in right now. (laughs) Just to paint a little picture, I am talking to a microphone in front of a bouquet of flowers. It really feels like I'm just talking to these flowers right now. Um, So if you want to write a little review um, or you want to take a little screenshot and post it to your stories and tag me on Instagram, that would feel so special because then (laughs) I would get a reminder that it's not a bouquet of flowers that I'm speaking to. It's all of you. Um, that would make me do, I would literally do a little happy dance if that happened. So that would mean the world to me. It's my Instagram is at color resale. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I will see you next week. I am wishing you and your loved ones all the best. I hope that you're all well and healthy, both mind, spirit, body, soul, all of it. I hope you're just all around really well. And thank you for spending some time with me. And I'll see you next time.